0: We are off and running. This is Start Your Sunday on KCOU 88.1. We are glad you are starting your Sunday with us on the A-Stream for the first time oh, yeah. in our show's history. Garrett and I very excited. Garrett Pave, joining me. I'm Harris at Vatnet. Garrett, welcome in again.
1: Oh yeah, another great day. Last week, uh, running it solo without Harris when he was enjoying that game up in Indianapolis. But today... Back with you, the duo. A great day of college football yesterday. A great day of NFL games today. Again, ready to break them down, do some recaps. Going to be another great show.
0: Yep, and once again, thank you for tuning in. This is Start Your Sunday. We are a. For those of our new audience who are listening on KCU eighty eight point one, we'll be breaking down the college football recaps from yesterday and previewing what the NFL landscape will look like today. So let's start with this you know the Big Ten came back yesterday and very exciting we I didn't realize how much we missed the Big Ten until they were really gone and so you're thinking oh man who's going to win the Big Ten you know thinking all these thoughts but the only thing I could think of for some reason seeing how good this Ohio State Buckeyes team I was asking myself man how did this team not win the national championship last year and last year's team was more talented than this year's team. I know they had a great 52-17 winning against Nebraska. And I'm thinking, man, you know, I had a refreshing memory how this Ohio State team didn't win the national championship last year. And, you know, that you look back at that. The last time we had seen Ohio State was in that late December game down in Glendale when they took on uh, Clemson in the cultural playoff semifinal and what was the greatest cultural semifinal in the six or seven years of this playoff format and you know, after seeing the college football landscape yesterday, and seeing how I mentioned that we didn't—we're asking ourselves, where people and the the experts are asking who's going to win the Big Ten. A lot of people are saying Penn State. I don't think that's the case anymore after what happened yesterday. And nope. so, no it seems like the two teams with the easiest path to the college football playoff this year is Clemson and Ohio State. And it just feels like we're on some. I texted Garrett this last night. I feel like we're on some. On collision course yep. for a Clemson Ohio State playoff rematch. If Bama gets the one seed, we'll see how the playoff ranks. But I think we are just destined for one of the great rematches in the history of sports. You think of some of the great rematches in sports, you think of Borg and uh, McEnroe at Wimbledon, mm-hmm. Ollie Frazier, the classic, uh, Yankees, Red Sox in the early 2000s in the AL playoffs. I think a Clemson Ohio State college football playoff could top all of those. Just because the anger of Ohio State and Clemson, you know, yep. they both lost in last year's playoff. And Garrett, what do you think? of this collision course that I brought up.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're spot on. We talked about it yesterday. You texted me, and I was I couldn't agree more. I think you look at Ohio State the way they played yesterday, and it's been what we've confirmed all year. They're well balanced. They have a great defense. Struggled a little bit early, settled into the game, got better as time went on, and they have one of the best offenses in the country. Justin Field, once again, just an unbelievable game for him. You look at these two teams, I think right now – they're the two best teams in college football, just based off of what I've seen. Um, I think going forward, of course, we talked about the Big Ten. <clears throat> Penn State lost, Michigan had a big win. So the question is, who can beat Ohio State? Right now, you're thinking nobody, but because you know Clemson Clemson's going to win the ACC, right? Yeah. No one's going to beat Clemson in the ACC. I don't
0: think anyone's going to beat Ohio State in the Big Ten. No.
1: So it's almost, you're right, it's almost destined. You're going to get to the playoff. If Alabama gets the one seed, they get the one seed. But it just feels like Justin Fields is angry. Ryan Day is angry. That team's ready. They've been waiting to play football for so long. It just feels like it's going to be the year. And I
0: think, I'm glad you brought that, the hunger, because the Big Ten wasn't supposed to play football this year. No. The Big Ten thought they were done, and then these players made a great push to have the Big Ten. I know we started today's, yesterday was uh, October the 24th. Mm. Everyone else had been playing for a month, except for the Pac-12. I don't know what world they're playing Who in. Who knows? But they might as well not even play this season <laughs> because of the contenders in that conference, but... They they remember what happened was it ten months ago in yep. a Glendale. They remember how, you know, people didn't want the Big Ten to play football this year and now mm-hmm. they're playing with this chip on their shoulder. They think that they are the best team in the country. They may as well be in Justin Fields, you know. I think he hears a little disrespect. Everyone hears about Trevor Lawrence, how great he is. Agreed. Justin Fields was 20th, 21 last yesterday. 276 yards, two touchdowns, 15 carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown, as I like to say, uh, future New England Patriot, Justin Fields. I think he'd be a perfect fit, but that's neither that's <coughs> here nor there. Uh, Trey Sermon, 11 carries, 48 yards. He's a transfer from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And uh, the passing game. Uh, Garrett Wilson, seven catches, 129 yards and a touchdown. Chris Olave, six catches, 104 yards. Those are basically all the Buckeyes who had a catch. Everyone else either had one or zero catches. Impressed from what you saw from Ohio State yesterday?
1: Oh, very impressed. Again, we talk about Justin Fields coming into this year. Talk about a Heisman favorite. And you're, you're spot on. You talk about Trevor Lawrence. Who is getting the most attention in college football? It's not Justin Fields. It's Trevor Lawrence. He's having another Heisman caliber season. But Justin Fields came yesterday and said, hey, Look at me. I'm a Heisman caliber candidate, too. Like I said, 20 for 21, 276 yards, two touchdowns passing, and then added 15 carries for 54 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Justin Fields, you know, they were breaking this down. Gus Johnson on Fox was breaking this down yesterday. He said, Justin Fields, a lot of people have this misconception that Justin Fields is a pocket passer. He's not. He can use his legs. He is incredibly fast. He's incredibly agile. He sneaky out of the pocket. This Ohio State team, that rushing attack, too, I saw a lot from them. They had 215 yards on the ground yesterday. Master T was another guy. He had two touchdowns on the ground. This Ohio State team, I'm telling you, they're so balanced. They play really good defense. It's that first drive Nebraska had it was a good offensive drive. After that happened, shut them down. You like what you see from this Ohio State team. You wonder how they're going to continue to build. It's going to be a good year for them. I don't, I think, I don't so. think anybody's so Especially going to in
0: a week... Big Ten for Ohio State. Pretty exactly. tough. I think it's still a tough matchup next week. They're heading to Happy Valley. It will be college game It's going to be a great game. And Saturday time against Penn State. Who, who knows how far they're going to drop in the makings after they lost to Indiana, which we'll get to in a second. Let's talk about the other team in our little two-team saga. Clemson, who not as maybe the same performance as Ohio State, just a 47-21 win against Syracuse, one of the worst teams in the ACC, who is now 1-5. in And Davos Sweet who was a little defensive in his press conference. He said, hey, why are you hitting <coughs> on us? We put up 47 points. 47 points isn't easy to score. But uh, I, I'm happy. Like I'm, I, Clemson won. Yeah, they won by 26. They were up 27-21 going into the fourth quarter. Syracuse at one point had the ball with a chance to take the lead in that game. Garrett, concerned anyway about how Clemson played? Yes, say know it's just one game. They yeah. were by 26, well, but is there any nervousness?
1: Well, there is. And personally, you talk about that comment from Davos Sweeney being defensive. I don't like that comment from him. Um,
0: Davos Sweeney is a two-time national champion
1: head coach. He is. And you talk about Syracuse, one of the worst teams in the ACC. You are supposed to put 47 points up if you're Clemson, right? You have one of, if not the best offenses in the country. You are expected to put up 47 points. Hey, Give Syracuse all the credit in the world. Dino Babers had his team ready. They played unbelievable yesterday, but I don't think there's much concern if you look at this game. They come off a 73 to seven victory over Georgia Tech, a, a fairly emotional game, just because of how big you win. Your confidence is that much higher.
0: I people, don't people. People were talking last week about Trevor Lawrence getting the Heisman, exactly. And this Clemson's the best team they've ever had. We were talking two weeks ago winning against Miami. Like, yep. Yeah. Now they figured out the tight end situation, but yep. you know. It's a week-to-week thing we have to do with Clemson.
1: Yeah, and I think they'll bounce back. It's what Clemson does, right? They're a machine. They're they're gonna, they're playing Boston College oh. next week.
0: Where where is that game?
1: It's uh, it's actually it's at Clemson, so yeah,
0: they'll Clemson's bounce been back when they came by 40. Yeah,
1: they'll bounce back again. I don't think there's any concern. I think they're gonna keep moving forward. Trevor Lawrence to do what he does. That defense is gonna get better. You know, Brett, Brett Venables is not happy. No, no way. Brett
0: Venables. Anytime Clemson gives up more than. 15 points, Brett Venables is Bad. going to find something. Yep. Brett Venables is probably the best coordinator in all of I, football. I agree.
1: I mentioned last week he could probably be a head coach. He I don't just know, I don't know how he
0: hasn't been. Everyone else gets head coaching. But I think, I think he likes the job he has. He does. Coaching. He
1: loves with Dabo Sweeney. So I think there's no concern. I think moving forward, they're going to be just fine. I would not doubt Clemson. Let them keep doing their thing. They're going to be just fine. And I think That's
0: Trevor right. Lawrence threw his first career pick six yesterday.
1: Unbelievable. Uh, you Unbelievable. know, maybe
0: he should take away his uh, Heisman. Just cause He doesn't have a Heisman yet, <laughs> but likely soon. Uh, let's talk about another game. In college football Let's talk about the, the other team at the top We talked to Clemson, Ohio State what Alabama And they had a 48-17 win At Tennessee You know, it's always great you know, they have the, I think they always have the cigars After they beat the Vols Oh yeah But a bit of a loss Jalen Waddell out for the year Broken ankle How big is that loss for the Tide? That is a big
1: loss I was texting my dad yesterday I said You gotta watch down the stretch That Jalen Waddell injury Is gonna make more of an impact Than people think not only is he a phenomenal receiver, one of the best in the country, he's a phenomenal return man. But if I'm an Alabama fan, here's what I'm optimistic about. John Mechie came in yesterday. Hadn't played well all season. He played fine. He had some good he receptions. Had, he had
0: a good game in Texas A&M. Yeah, he, he had, that yeah, he had a good game.
1: But he stepped up big time. Seven receptions, 151 yards against Tennessee. A really great game from him. You saw a lot. This is an Alabama team that the first play of the game, Jalen Waller goes down. That's adversity, whether you'd like it or not. That is adversity, even though Tennessee has not been playing super well recently. That's adversity they overcame. Najee Harris, another great game, 20 carries, 96 yards, three touchdowns. This Alabama team, they keep doing what they do. Um, I, They're going to be hard to stop in the SEC. I don't think anybody can stop them in the SEC, but I think you're spot on. It was a win, but it was also a loss. We, Our prayers are for Jalen Waddell. We hope everything goes well for him. He recovers well, but... I don't know. I think the tie, they're just going to be hard to stop.
0: I think quietly, Mac Jones is making his way in the Heisman conversation. He is, 25 of 31, sure. 387 yards, no touchdowns. Najee Harris on the ground, one of the yeah. best running backs in college football. 20, 20 carries, 96 yards, and three scores receiving. Yeah. You mentioned John Mechie, seven catches, 151 yards, and a touch, uh, no touchdowns. Slade mm-hmm. Bolden out of nowhere, no catches, or six catches, 94 yards. Unbelievable. Where did he find these guys? Yeah, where did that come from? Uh, but. You know Tennessee, who had some high expectations going into the year, they, I think they had the longest win streak in the SEC at one point. Yep. All of a sudden, back-to-back losses for the Vols. Yeah. Any concern? But yeah, it's they're
1: gotta. they're two or three years away. Um, I think the main issue right now is the quarterback play. Jared Uh 13 of 24, 162 yards, two touchdowns, a fairly efficient game for him yesterday, but he's just not comfortable yet, and. I mean, Tennessee did a pretty good job of trying to balance the run game out. Eric Gray and Ty Chandler had pretty good games. But I just don't think Jared Garantino's the guy. He's not a great leader. He's not a great team player. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt's going to have to get his guy in there. And defensively, they just they got gashed all game. So I think Tennessee is still a ways away. I think they'll get there. I think the East... The SEC East, the way it is, pretty wide open with Florida and Georgia. Missouri, I'm,
0: if Missouri beats Florida,
1: that's the thing. Missouri's getting there. So I, you know, I think Tennessee's a few years away, but you know, they're getting there. They're getting there.
0: Yep. Uh, let's go back to the Big Ten before we will talk about Missouri in a second. After a big one yesterday, probably the best day of game in college football yesterday. Penn State, Big Ten, back <laughs> number eight in the country. People talking about them being a. College playoff and Big Ten championship contender taking on the Indiana Hoosiers. Pretty quiet team. I was actually in Indiana at that university last Saturday. Great place. Beautiful college. And they had one of the best wins in recent memory for the Hoosiers. 36-35 in overtime. They led for almost the entire game. Fell behind 21-20. Penn State had the ball with a chance to run out the clock. I think the running back was Devin Ford. Yep. Devin Ford, from 14 yards out, runs out. James Franklin, the head coach of Penn State, is screaming him forget to get down, get down, so they can take a knee and end the game. He rolls into the end zone instead of rolling short, kind of what we saw with a Bradshaw back in the Super yep. Bowl for the New York yep. Giants once upon a time. He goes into the end zone. Indiana, with a minute left, down by eight. Their quarterback Michael Penix Jr. marches them down the field. Th- I think he threw the touchdown. No, I think it was a
1: I think it was a QB no, sneak. He, he was at the a QB sneak. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, to, Run for the touchdown. He converted the two point conversion as well, I believe.
1: Oh, that was that was a close. And we two point, we yeah. go
0: to overtime. Penn State gets the ball to start. They score a touchdown. They force Indiana to third and goal at like the seven. Pennix makes an unbelievable throw to the end zone. To I don't know who it was. Was oh it was a uh, it was a uh, well, WAP WAP flyer, one of the best names in college football. <laughs> and they Indiana goes for two and the win. And Penix takes it himself to the left pylon. Just barely. I'm not even sure he did get it. The refs gave it, it was close. Him. It was were, close. I don't think they were going to overturn no, that one in Bloomington. No Maybe in Happy Valley they overturned that. <laughs> and they give I- Indiana the victory. One of the best victories. I'm actually seeing that replay right now. Yeah. He, he may have been in. but
1: uh, yeah, It's close. I'm looking
0: at it. Yeah, it was close. But an unbelievable win. For Indiana, what does that mean for that program and what does it mean for Penn State? Yeah, well, a giant
1: win for the Hoosiers, of course, like you said, Michael Penix. Not the best statistical game, but just a great win for the Hoosiers. Um, you know, people are complaining about that Penn State call. And I agree, look, it was a bad call. I think it was I think he was short. But here's the thing Penn State flat out got outplayed in that second half going down the stretch. They just did. Um, I think stupid mistakes killed them. They shot themselves in the foot. Statistically, you look at the stats and the total yards. Penn State dominated total yards, but they just made so many silly mistakes. Sean Clifford, Clifford, two turnovers. Yeah, Sean Clifford, two interceptions. I mean, look, he had a great game, 24 for 35, 238 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, and then added 119 yards on the ground with a touchdown. Great game from him. But Penn State, number eight in the country, so many high expectations. You're thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to compete with Ohio State. They might beat Ohio State. They might be in the playoff. There were so many expectations. You cannot take away from the Hoosiers, though. The Hoosiers, every year they play Penn State. It's almost like Penn State's kryptonite. Indiana plays Penn State close every year. They, they're they always so close, but they can never seem to pull it out. This was finally the year they pulled it out. It's a, it's a program-defining win for the Hoosiers, it is. They're going to remember this down the stretch, but... If you're Penn State, look, it's a tough loss. You don't like to see it, but you can't get your head down. You got Ohio State next week. It's a big game. You got a chance to bounce back, get back to the drawing board. James Franklin's gonna keep reshaping this offense. So we'll see what happens. But a great win for the Hoosiers. Disappointing loss for Penn State. We'll see what yeah, happens going Indiana, forward. Is,
0: are they in the Big Ten East or West? I
1: think Indiana? Yeah. I want to say East.
0: Are they are they in the one with Wisconsin and Minnesota and Iowa, because if they are, they can win that. I oh. I am confident. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Indiana, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure if they're in the east or west, but we'll double check that right now. Yeah, well, uh, let's see.
1: They are in the east. Yeah, Indiana is in the east. They're with Michigan, Ohio okay, State, yeah. so Penn they're, State. So they're
0: they're not winning that. Sorry, no, Indiana, no you are not winning. But this is a great win for you. This is a. They think they won a bowl game last year or two yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. It's a good win for Indiana. And so let's talk about. Another big university. The University of Missouri. Heck yeah. Back-to-back SEC victories. This one over the Kentucky Wildcats. 20-10. They dominated time of possession. They dominated the game. Great for another great performance for Connor Basel. And Larry Doncree the third became the third to, third leading. Rusher in the history of University of Missouri football Unreal He had a career high 37 carries yesterday yep. 126 yards in both of the Tigers Touchdowns Bays like another flawless performance 21 of 30 No turnovers No touchdowns 201 passing yards Receiving Jalen Knox Had some big catches It set up a touchdown He was 5 catches 60 yards Damon Hazelton 6 catches 51 yards the Tiger offensive line, give them credit. Oh, yeah. They held Kentucky off the field, dominated time possession. Even the one drive they had where they had the ball for like 20 plays. Garrett and yep. I were both in the stadium. I was working. He was in the stands screaming his lungs out. <laughs> and Missouri, they found a way to win. Back-to-back ACC yep. wins. They ended their five-game loose streak against Kentucky. What did you see from our Tigers yesterday? Yeah,
1: I'm going to say this now, I think this win was more impressive than the LSU win in my eyes, because here's what you look at. I know LSU was ranked seventeenth in the country. They're the defending national champions. They got great players. But here's what you look at. Mizzou comes off an emotional win against LSU. They're supposed to they're supposed to play a game and it gets they're supposed to play Vanderbilt. It gets canceled, right? So then you're going, Oh my gosh, what do we do now? Then the Florida game, which was supposed to be yesterday, is moved. So now you're having to focus on a totally different Kentucky team, who, might I add, comes off a 34-7 to victory over Tennessee. A great victory. So the fact that Missouri, having to deal with all this overhaul, this turmoil, the change of schedule, they come in and physically dominate Kentucky. I mean, Harris and I were there, like I said, this could have been probably like a thirty four to ten victory. Missouri,
0: this the score does not reflect no, what they
1: happened today. Dominance. Like you said, Larry Roundtree, I mean, he look, that offensive line, like because they give him a lot of credit. They ran the ball so they ran the it was sixty two rushing plays yesterday. Sixty
0: two. Well Coach Drinkwitz, this is what he said in his posting press conference that I was happy to be on the Zoom for. He said that, you know, we told everyone we gotta run the ball, run the ball, yep. run the ball. Yep. This isn't something new. This wasn't Drinkwitz isn't saying yesterday, Oh, we're running the ball well, let's keep it going. No, they knew the they off- yep. their offensive line was prepared. The running backs, Beatty, Roundtree. Yep. they were all prepared to run the ball, even Baysdock ran the ball, I think for yeah, ten ran, times. Yeah,
1: ten times forty yards. I mean Kentucky's defense is not a joke. Like They played really well against nine Tennessee. Nine forced
0: turnovers yeah. in the last two games. And Mizzou, might I add, they won the turnover battle for the first time this season yesterday. In their two-game winning streak, I mentioned in my story, first turnover they forced was in the last final minutes yesterday when yep. Joshua Bledsoe had the strips on the re, uh, the receiver for Kentucky. Yep. Josh re- Ali, I think he had all their catches yesterday. He, I, The, the I Missouri think he defense, yeah. great, <laughs> unbelievable credit. They locked down... Kentucky had like 35 passing yards. It's like, I think the that's whole it, game. That's it.
1: Yeah. No. It and there was
0: like nine for most of the game itself. It was just a mess. incredible.
1: I don't. They went from Terry Wilson to Joey Gatewood. They were trying to find a change in pace.
0: I, I didn't understand it. And they put Wilson I back either. in. He put the touchdown. They put
1: and, uh, Gatewood for the last drive. But when you take a quarterback out like that, you're essentially telling him, okay, you're not good enough here. Let me put this guy in, and then you put him back in. It's the confidence was not there. Wait, well,
0: Kentucky said, won the toss and elected to yeah. receive. So I'm like, okay, they want to control That's possession. That's what I thought.
1: It was kind of like an insult. And then like, they hey, went three and out. Cr- this, this Missouri, I'll tell you, Nick Bolton. How, how huge good game. is Nick Bolton? Oh, seven tackles, one sack, tackle for loss. And that
0: sack, I mentioned, seven, three... Late in the first half, yep. game kind of hanging in the balance. Nick Bolton comes off the edge. He told me after the game, Nick Nick said to me, "Yeah, it was kind of a like I got luck. I looked into that. That play wasn't really designed for me yep. to get the sack. We kind of came right into me, and I said that I that was a like momentum changing play and one that the Tigers needed. And now the Tigers next Saturday night are heading to Florida to take on one of the top teams in the country. What's a recipe for a Missouri win against the Gators?
1: Yeah, I think look, if Mizzou wants to win this game. You got to keep Kyle Trask off the field. You want to see They're going to play a
0: very similar game, but they do. Run Florida's the going to throw the ball more. They are.
1: Florida's going to throw the ball. But here's what you got to do. We talked about yesterday with that drive where it was like 20 plays, yeah. just down the field, churning the clock. If Mizzou can ha- hang those long drives in the balance next week, right? 20 plays, 10 minutes, maybe score a late touchdown. That's how you're going to beat Florida because we know Kyle Trask. He's probably going to throw for over 300 yards. Yep. He just has a big game like he always does. But if Mizzou can control the ball, keep Kyle Trask off the field, even just get a couple defensive stops on Florida. They're capable of that. They're going to have a chance because this defense is playing really, really well. And you know what? Besides Nick Bolton, you don't see any guys who were big standout players they're just really solid as a unit they're a very solid unit they play sound defensively the secondary is getting better and better freshman ennis rake a phenomenal player so yep. we'll he's, see he's
0: been very good he had a bit of penalty yesterday but other than that yeah uh not bad and i i think they can go in there and make something happen i'm not gonna predict the, the upset even though i did predict an upset a couple <laughs> weeks ago uh let's go deep into one more game michigan On the road at Minnesota. This was game day. Uh, People were picking Minnesota to pull off the upset, including myself, Joe Milton. Seems like the Wolverines have found themselves a quarterback. Finally. They had Shea Patterson. They had Wilton Spade. They had Jake Rudock. None of those guys really turned out. And this guy, Milton. Maybe I know it's just one game, but man, that Michigan offense looked as good as it did as I've ever seen it. Unbelievable. What do you think?
1: We haven't seen an offense like that from Michigan in... I don't know when. Since Tom Brady was the quarterback. Oh, it's been unbelievable. But great game from Joe Milton. He looks so confident. He ran the ball well, too. Eight carries, 52 yards, and touchdown. Michigan, just such a balanced offensive attack. 225 pass yards, 253 yards on the ground. An unbelievable game from them. And you know what? Defensively, they played pretty well. Tanner Morgan from Minnesota I thought one of the best Big Ten quarterbacks coming in. They held him at bay, 197 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Now Muhammad Ibrahim, from Minnesota, the running back, 26 carries, 140 yards, two touchdowns. Great game from him. But if you're in Michigan, you're feeling so much more confident because I was watching one of the show uh, ESPN the other day. There were a few guys predicting Michigan to go five and five, six and four this year. Well, they're not playing a ten game. There was optimism about that offense. offense. That's yeah, the thing. there was so. This is huge. This is a big-time confidence builder. Jim Harbaugh, he's got a little flame under his seat coming into this year, right? There's a I, little
0: I, bit of heat yeah, there. Yeah, well, especially when you start 0-5 against Ohio State yes. or whatever he's been.
1: So that's the big question. You say Ohio State, It's a big question. Yeah, it great doesn't win.
0: matter unless you beat Ohio no, State. It's a great
1: win you against state. You can Minnesota. beat
0: everyone. You can beat everyone in their conference. Yep. I think they have a pretty light schedule the rest of the way.
1: It, it, it favors Michigan always them. finds
0: a way to get upset by someone. but
1: yep. It favors them, but... This yeah. was one of the tougher games. It says, so we'll see down, like you said, Minnesota, great win. You don't want to take anything away from Michigan, but down the stretch, how do you improve? How do you get better offensively? Because as we know, Ohio State is going to give them all they can handle. So great win. I want to see how they improve down the stretch. But Jim Harbaugh is going to be happy with this performance. He is.
0: Yep. And let's fly through some scores from this weekend. Friday night, uh, number 14, Wisconsin took down. Illinois, 45-7. Their quarterback, Graham Mertz, nearly perfect game, 248 passing yards, five touchdowns. I saw Barstool Big Cat asking for him to get the Heisman (laughs) Trophy today. Uh, Saturday night, Miami, number 11 in the country, took down Virginia, 1914. Not the best win for the Hurricanes, but I think a win is a win. Another great performance from D. Eric King. What else we got? Uh, Notre Dame, number three in the country after a struggling performance against Louisville last Saturday. Huge win at Pittsburgh, 45-3. Ian Book, 312 yards, three touchdowns. Ranked matched up in the Big 12, Oklahoma State 24, Iowa State 21. Gary, I know you like Oklahoma State this year. Are you impressed with what you saw yesterday? Oh, I love
1: love Oklahoma State this year. I love what I've seen so far from the Cowboys. Just an unbelievable game. Look, Iowa State's no joke. Brock Purdy, one of the best quarterbacks in the Big 12, if not the best quarterback in the Big 12. So a phenomenal game from Oklahoma State. It's been a weird year for them. It feels like they haven't played in a long time because they've been scattered in and out. But Spencer Sanders returned.
0: Not Had, the best performance. Not the
1: best. 235 yards, touchdown, two interceptions. But, man, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba. 139 so yards good. and a touchdown. Top
0: three running back in next year's draft. Timmy oh. Kiernan Harris. No question about the rest oh, of
1: Oh, no question. Unbelievable game. Look, Brees Hall for Iowa State. The they're running they're back.
0: the un, unquestioned favorites in the Big 12 right now. But, as I did two weeks ago, I said right here that Florida State was going to beat North Carolina. I found the clip yesterday. It's on my Twitter page, <laughs> Harris and Vapnik. I predicted a Florida State win against North Carolina. Texas is beating Oklahoma State. Next Saturday, I'm going to do this every week. I think on the show, I'm going to come out and pick a bold ups. I'm not even sure what the Spiders that game is. It's at Oklahoma State. I would assume the Sooners or the Cowboys are going oh, to be favorites. Oh, they've got to be a
1: favorite there. It's not Texas
0: it. is going to go to Oklahoma State win that game next no Saturday. Kidding. First is here, first. Uh, let's go some other scores. Cincinnati, another team we like. Blowout. Against 16th ranked SMU, yeah. 42-13. BYU, another team that we like. I feel like we like every team. BYU took down Texas State, 52-14. Let's another team. This is a team I don't like. Uh, number 14, North Carolina, blowout winning. in number 23, NC State, yeah, 48-21. No. Bounce back game for the Tar Heels. NC State fell. though
1: didn't have their starting quarterback. So. They didn't. And they still I put mean, up 20 you know, points, and the game so. was close
0: in the first half. Uh, we mentioned Michigan, Minnesota, number 19, Virginia Tech, upset. By unranked Wake Forest, 23-16. Kansas State, number 20 in the country. Took down Kansas, 55-14. Marshall, ranked number 22 in the country. We are Marshall with a victory over hometown Florida Atlantic, 22-9. And that's about it from our big college football games. Got the big game next week goes Ohio State-Penn State. Let's go through our playoff predictor before we hit our first break. Garrett, give me your... As of today, you are the Cultural Committee. Yep. What is your rankings and who's looking on the outside looking in?
1: <laughs> All right. So, my top six. Number one, I have Clemson. Undoubtedly the favorite. They're not going to slow down anytime soon. I like Clemson number one. I like Ohio State at two. I moved them over Alabama after a great win against Nebraska. Give me Ohio State at two. I put Alabama at three. The reason I put the main reason I put Alabama at three, it's not because of the way they played. It's because of that Jalen Walla injury. I think that's bigger yeah. than people think right now. So I have them at three. I have Oklahoma State at four. Really? I, I know you're picking the upset. I know. That, I I wasn't but,
0: super impressed by the look yesterday, but
1: ranked sixth in the Georgia. country. I just think I think Oklahoma State's got something to prove right now. I love the way Chuba Hubbard's running the ball. Look, Spencer Sanders is not fully healthy yet. Yeah. I like Oklahoma State sitting at four. I like Notre Dame at 5. Okay. And I like Cincinnati at 6. That's a big win. The Bearcats against that, SMU. That
0: was their toughest, maybe they still play UCF, I believe later in the year. Yep, they do. That was a critical win. I'm going to go with my playoff, I'm going to agree Clemson is the best team in cultural I don't care what happened yesterday. Yep. Ohio State is still I had Ohio State number 2 before yesterday even happened. Ohio State my number 2 team in the country. They used two on a collision course for the playoff. Bama 3, I agree the Waddle entry is huge, but I still think I think that top three is just so good. I'm going to go Notre Dame number four. I'm always impressed. Yesterday, last Saturday, I would have had Notre Dame either five or six. I had four. I was impressed when I saw yesterday at Pittsburgh. They have to get ready for a huge game against Clemson in a few yep. weeks. Yep. Outside looking in, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Georgia. I'm surprised you didn't have them. They had a tough loss against Alabama last Saturday, but I think you know they didn't play yesterday. I hmm. still like what I've seen from Georgia. And number number six, I have two teams here, on between. Let's go Michigan Wolverines. There you go. All right. I was thinking about putting Cincinnati. I'm going to differ it up. I really like where I saw from Michigan yesterday. This just means that Michigan will disappoint me later (laughs) in the year. Joe Milton is a difference maker quarterback. And let's hit a break before we hit our NFL previews. This is Start Your Sunday on KCOU 88.1. Hey, this is KCOU, KCOU. 88.1 FM. Are you trying to release the the hottest hottest project of this year, possibly next? Come down to our studio in the Student Center, and we can mix, master, record, edit, engineer your whole project, your whole artistic artistic experience wrapped into one visit. Please come down and visit us.
1: If any of this interests you, please email sessions at kcou.fm.
0: For nearly 15 years, India's house has brought traditional North Indian cuisine to downtown Columbia. Featuring staples such as tikka masala and tandoori breads, India's house is sure to warm the soul. Located at the intersection of Broadway and Hit, open for delivery or curbside pickup. And now, a poem. Tikka Masala is red, and you're feeling blue, but once you're at India's house, you'll feel anew. Anew. This
1: message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Hi, I'm Josh Bohm. I had the Josh Boehm Radio Funtime Program on KCOU from 2012 to 2016. I'm here to tell you to support KCOU. You'll make an old man in his 20s very happy.
0: We are back. This is Start Your Sunday on KCAU 88.1. Harrison Vatnick alongside my co-host, Garrett Pave. Mm -hmm. Joining me on this Sunday afternoon It is 10.30 Central Time. We are an hour and a half away from week... Was this week seven? This season's already flying by by of the NFL season. (laughs) And we have probably what is the game of the year today. And it's the team... That Garrett Pave is wearing a sweatshirt of. Oh, yeah. The Tennessee Titans undefeated 5-0 hosting. The undefeated 5-0 Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the premier franchises in the history of the NFL. I would say it was probably the second-best franchise in the history. It's the six-time Super Bowl champion. Pittsburgh Steelers taking on kind of the scrappy underdog Tennessee Titans on the rise. They've won, I think, winning seasons in the last four years. Have never won the Super Bowl. They were in the AFC Championship last year. But this year's Titans team could be the best team, best chance they've ever had to getting back to the big game. And it kind of all starts to the win today. If they can pull off a win today against the Steelers, a Steelers team without Devin Bush, their middle linebacker, one of the, yep. one of my favorite players in the league is out for the season with a knee injury. Garrett, what does Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry and Coach Mike Vrabel, who is establishing himself as yep. one of the best coaches in the National Football League, what do they do today? To beat the Steelers. Well,
1: let me just say real quick. I was back in Nashville a few weeks ago. There is so much excitement surrounding this Titans team right now. The city is behind this team. There are flags, there are signs, banners everywhere. It doesn't care if you're not a Titans fan in Nashville. People are just so supportive of the team. I think today the, the key for the Titans so look, this is a really good Steelers defense. They're really nasty up front, they got a great secondary. Have you said Devin Bush is. Out, they yeah. gotta replace him, but you look at a guy like TJ Watt. He and is then,
0: one of the premier pass rushers unbelievable. of our
1: league. And then look at Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick in the secondary. Here's what the Titans are gonna do. The Titans are gonna try, and I know Vike Frabel well, they're gonna try to wear Pittsburgh down early on the run game. They're gonna run Derrick Henry. they're gonna feed him, you know, play in, play out. What they're gonna do though is they're gonna hit him with a play action right after. Ryan Tannehill, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, off play action. He's phenomenal. The Titans run a really good play action offense with AJ Brown at receiver. So look for the Titans so today. If they're gonna win this game, they're gonna run a lot of they're gonna run the ball with Derrick Henry a lot. They're gonna throw him off, hit a play action pass deep. And then late in the game, eventually the Steelers are gonna wear down, and Derrick Henry's gonna be fresh. So the Titans. They're going to balance their offense that well. Defensively, that's my only concern for today's game is the Titans' defense against Houston last week. Yep. Not great. A
0: 42-36 win for yeah. the Titans. They needed a last-second Ryan on the Hill touchdown. Two A.J. Brown regulation and Derek Henry punched it in, yep. in overtime to win and the cover.
1: Yeah, and It's similar to what we talked about with Mizzou early on in the season with our shows. Mizzou couldn't get a pass rush. The Titans can't get a pass rush right now.
0: I think they're one of the bottom teams. in They are. In the league in sacks. They are. You know, Clowney's been nowhere to be found in the past. No, and they,
1: and they brought in Jaden Clowney and Vic Beasley. Jaden Clowney's done a pretty good job. He's been a disruptor in the run game too. Vic Beasley's and done I nothing. Thought, nothing.
0: I thought they were going to trade for Unique Ngakwe. I know. I know. And they didn't. Baltimore got him instead. We'll talk about Baltimore in a few minutes.
1: So I, you oh know, man, I, That's, that would have been huge. I will say, I like the Titans today. I do. I figured. I think. Derrick Henry's going to run the ball well. They're going to hit some deep play action. The defense is going to step up. They're going to make some plays. I like the Titans today. I think they're going to win. They're going to improve to 6-0. And they're going to, you know, they're First going to keep doing their thing. Uh,
0: early, I would have agreed with you earlier in the week. But I kind of thought about this a little more. Oh, The Titans played, was it last Wednesday? They last played, Tuesday. Last, or
1: no, the Tuesday before. The
0: Tuesday. So the Tuesday before. I forgot the day of week that was. They played last Sunday. Now they're playing. Is, this is three games in about, what is it, 12 days? I think in the second half, the Titans are going to run out of gas. All right. I think it's going to catch up with them a little bit. I know how great they are running the ball, even though they're going to be without their offensive lineman. I Taylor Luan today. Mm-hmm. Even I think the defense is a little tired. I think Pittsburgh... They're a little well well rested. They've had some time. I think the Steelers are gonna kinda gonna play Take the Titans' strategy. I think the Steelers are going to try to wear out the Titans in the second half. I like Pittsburgh close. I think it's going to be similar to what we saw with Mizzou yesterday. I think Agreed. the Steelers are going to try to run out that clock and try to wear out the Titans. I like Pittsburgh, 23-20. Very close game. Yeah. I'm going to go with the veteran. I know Vario was one of the best coaches in the league. I'm going to go with the veteran coach and quarterback, what should be an outstanding game today yeah, see, in Nashville.
1: I think this is going to be a really close game. I don't think this is a high-scoring game. Defensively, the Steelers are too good. And the Titans always tend... To play up to other teams' levels. So when they play a team that's better than them, they play up to that level. I think the defense stuff, I think it's I'm with you. I think it's a close, low-scoring game. I do.
0: And then let's talk about the Sunday night football game tonight. This was originally scheduled for 4:30. Uh Easter now will be Sunday night football. The Seahawks and the Cardinals, two of the best teams in the NFC West. I think the standings there are one and two. The Seattle Seahawks remain undefeated, what
1: are they, 5-0? and 6-0? Oh? Mm-hmm. and 5-0, oh? oh, I
0: think. They're 5-0, oh, yep. And the Arizona Cardinals are 4-2. and two. They had a great win last Monday against the Dallas Cowboys. They are fresh off that. They're hot. They're at home. Seattle's defense struggling. They're one of the worst in the league, but somehow still putting up wins just because they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Hashtag let Russ cook, as we've been saying all year. Mm-hmm. Jamal Adams again out today <laughs> with a, I think it's a groin injury. He's been battling for the majority of the season. Will the Seahawks stay undefeated on the road against a team they've kind of struggled with and over the course of Russell Wilson's career? After
1: today, <clears throat> there will be one undefeated team left in the league. I <clears throat> I'm i going to go with the upset today. I think the Cardinals at home are going to pull the upset. <clears throat> like you mentioned, that Seahawks defense, not where they've been in recent years. I think Kyler Murray, he's just so explosive. He can make plays all over the field. I think Kyler Murray makes enough plays. Look, I think this is a shootout. I think this is a high-scoring offensive shootout. Russell Wilson is going to put up over 300 yards. He's going to make plays all over the field with D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. But I think the Cardinals, I think they match that from the Steelers. I think DeAndre Hopkins has a giant game. So I'm going to go with the upset. I think the Cardinals win. I think it's a close game, but I do think they win in a shootout at home on Sunday night.
0: I agree. I think the I think the Cardinals win as well. I think the DeAndre Hopkins is playing today, I believe. Yeah. I think they're hot. And I think this is just a nightmare matchup for Seattle at home. Agreed. I'm not sure if the Cardinals have fans. They might have a few <laughs> thousand in the building. I don't think it makes a difference. Yeah. I think that tonight's the first time that this year Seattle's defense will really be exposed. And Russell Wilson, who's great for playing from behind, I do not think it'll be enough. I think the Cardinals could probably have a 40 burger on Seattle, 41. 34 victory for Arizona. I really like what Kyler Murray... I, I thought before the other Cardinals would be a playoff team in the NFC. Agreed. And, you know, they're running the ball kind of well with Derrick, uh, Kenyon Drake. They have Chase Edmonds. They have four really good receivers. The defense is getting better. Even though Chandler Jones out for the year, they look good against Andy Dalton. Buda Baker, I think that was his first... Yeah. One of the best teams in his league recorded his first career interception yep. last Monday night against the Cowboys. So I think the Cardinals will get it done. Let's throw another big game. My New England Patriots... You rarely call must-win games on October 25th, but I feel like for the New England Patriots, they kind of have to get this one today. The 3-3 three three Niners coming to Foxborough, coming off a terrible mm-hmm. loss. Thank God I didn't see any of this game last week because I would have been pretty upset. Uh, taking on the 2-3 and three New England Patriots, they've lost two in a row to Kansas City and Denver. But for New England's point, you have the, co- the slight COVID outbreak, not the Titans COVID outbreak, but yep. a pretty noticeable COVID outbreak. They've packed this twice in about 14 days. Didn't really have any practices going into the Denver game. Now they have a full week of practice to prepare for a quarterback who used to be a New England Patriot, Jimmy Garoppolo, before he was traded out to mm-hmm. San Francisco. The NFC champion, Jimmy Garoppolo. Do the Niners get it done, or is New England pulling off the win? New England is a two-point favorite in this yeah. game.
1: I think the stars align for New England to win this week. Last week, as you mentioned, an 18-12 to loss against the Broncos. The defense forced zero touchdowns, two turnovers, yep. and lost. See, I think... Cam Newton's, he's frustrated from last week's game. He said that in his post-game conference. He's frustrated. He is a guy, he competes like nobody else. He is such a competitor. I think the Patriots bounce back. I'm really not sold on the Niners. Their injury Neither list I. is...
0: I think they're the worst team in that division. Yeah,
1: they're just ready with I mean, injuries. they them the Rams. But- Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing the way he should be playing right now. He's still dealing with that ankle injury. I think the Patriots win, said they bounce back. Bill Belichick, he knows the story. He knows how to get this done. Like I said, a full week to practice is going to prepare for Garoppolo well. Cam Newton's going to make some big plays. I actually like the Patriots by ten today. I do. I think they win. I, I like think they this win is kind of big.
0: similar performance from the Patriots defense. What we saw back in Super Bowl fifty three against Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. I think our Belichick knows how to figure out Garoppolo, former Patriot. The defensive yep. coaching staff knows how he plays. This is the first time he's going to start against New England in his career. You know, it's all about Cam doing that offense. If they can figure out how to move the ball today, they're going to have a great chance to win the game. I'm going to take the Patriots low scoring victory. I'm going to go twenty. To 10, same score of the Mizzou game as yesterday. Let's talk about oh. another former New England Patriot, Tom Brady, Tampa Buccaneers. They just added Antonio Brown. He mm-hmm. is not playing in this game today. We'll talk about Antonio Brown next week before their game against uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they have a bye week and then they play in New Orleans. But regardless, big game at Las Vegas, who was off a bye. After having one of the great wins that John Gruden has had since coming back to Vegas against yep. the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead, one of their few division losses they've ever had under Andy Reid. Just and Tom Brady, great win last week against the Tampa against the uh, Green Bay Packers 38-10. Brady was great in that game. Gronkowski's figuring it out that defense is so good. Yep. Do they go <laughs> on the road to Vegas this afternoon and pull off the win?
1: Yeah, I went back and forth in this game. I love John Gruden. I love what he's doing with that Raiders' offense, especially with Josh Jacobs. I just think they're catching the Bucs at a really bad time. Tom Brady's getting hot. He's excited that they're bringing Antonio Brown. And, of course, he's not playing, but he's still excited. I think the Buccaneers win this game. I think it's a close game in Las Vegas. But I just think they're catching up at the wrong time. That defense is starting to play better. Devin White's a phenomenal player for that defense. But I think Tom Brady makes plays. Ronald Jones is playing out of his mind right now. So I think the Bucs win. I think they win by a touchdown in Las Vegas. Close game. One I've been, you know, you could probably flip a coin over, but give me the Buccaneers. Tom Brady makes plays. They win that game.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Brady. I think Brady leads. This is his first like, clutch drive with the Bucs, Then he goes down the field, leads into a game when he touched on a field goal in the game's final. minutes. So let's talk about another the team we just mentioned, Kansas City Chiefs. Nice win in Buffalo last Monday evening. I love the Monday afternoon games, by the way. I think the Monday night double headers, it works. I think there's more of them throughout the season. Take on the Denver Broncos coming off a huge win. Drew Locke, I don't think he was great against New England in that game, but he got the job done. Had some nice throws to Patrick and Albert O. Noah fan back in the lineup today. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. He's also starting in my fantasy lineup. Do the Broncos pull off back to back miraculous wins? I think this game. Is in Kansas City, not Denver. It says Denver on here. No, no, it is in Denver. My apologies. Did they pull off a home win today?
1: I don't think so. I think the Chiefs uh, I think the Chiefs just keep doing their thing. Great win against Buffalo. Actually, a statement. Well, I thought the I thought Buffalo might actually pull that one off close. Really? But I think the Chiefs bounce back. Patty Mahomes makes plays. It was a good win for the Broncos last week, but they didn't they didn't score a touchdown. Right? They didn't score a touchdown against the Patriots, did they? All field goals. Nope. Six, Six field, field goals, goals by McManus. So I mean, you gotta do better than that. I think the Chiefs win this game. Pretty handily, Um, but you know, I mean, Drew Lock's playing. Drew Lock's playing well this year. He is. and That defense is getting better. That was the but,
0: second start. He started. No, third start. He started against Pittsburgh yeah. when he got hurt, and then he was solid. Yes, he was. He threw two picks in the fourth quarter they're to try just, to give New England a victory. Yeah, they're
1: just not there offensively. Yet. So I like the Chiefs because, they're more from Drew Lock.
0: I don't know. if, I, I love Drew Lock. Yeah. Yesterday at the stadium, they showed, I think, Tigers and the pros. Oh, everybody they, crazy. The loudest the stadium was all the afternoon the afternoons, and they showed Drew Lock on the Jumbo tri who were not at Fro yesterday. I'm going to take the Chiefs pretty handily. I think they bounce back and get a victory. I think the Chiefs by 8, 28-20. Uh, good performance from Mahomes. That run game is good. on Bell playing today. Agreed. Uh, big. Sign Interesting to see how they split yeah, i with him and Edwin Passing game for Bell, running for Hilaire. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Panther Saints, Joe Brady. Uh, one of the best offensive coordinators from what I've seen. I know they had a tough loss against... I love Joe Brady. A uh, tough loss last week against the Bears. A Bear, good Bears team at home. Saints coming off a... win? by. I don't even remember what the Saints... I was. Yeah, they came off a win against okay. the Chargers. 30-27. Oh, that was on the Monday Okay, So they're coming off a bye. They're the Monday night winning against the Chargers. The whole weeks have been so confusing with COVID and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the Superdome. I think they have a couple thousand fans in there for the first time this season. Teddy Bridgewater, former Saint. Who do you like in this game?
1: It's a tricky game. It's a division rivalry game. It's going to be a good game. I can see game. going either way. Michael Thomas, do.
0: out again this week. Possibly out again next
1: week. See, and that's why I'm going to go with the Panthers. Really? I, I'm not sold on the Saints team this year. I am not. I mean, look, their, their last two wins were by six against the Lions and by three against the Chargers. Two teams who have won only one game this year. Severely struggled. So... I like the Panthers in this game. It's going to be an emotional division rival game. Um, Drew Brees, yeah, you're seeing that age a little bit. Yeah. He's not playing as well, and with the guy like Michael Thomas out, he's getting a different. He's been out for now. the majority of the season. He's only playing against Tampa
0: Bay, like, yeah, and he injured his ankle. Yep, this is the turning play maybe of the NFL season. If the Saints don't go far, the so, Saints are up like 11 with like a minute left in the game. Sean Payton trying to run up the score. That's right, we're calling. Continue to call plays. Michael Thomas gets his ankle twisted, I think, by his own offensive lineman on a run block. And he hasn't played since. And it's really unfortunate, especially for those who have Michael Thomas on their fantasy team. I'm not going to name any names, but myself is one of them. Uh, (laughs) I like the Saints today. Kind of big. I think off a bye. I think Drew Brees, against their former quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, gets it done. I think 30-15. Cowboys at Washington football team. Why, why is this division? Even? There's not this even is like It's like the Pac-12 yeah, of, it's the, like, call it, of the NFL. I, mean, I think wh- the Cowboys do win today. I think this is yeah.
1: one of their few wins. There's not much to break down. Washington Andy Dalton
0: gets like a 16-13 win in Washington <laughs> today. That's my prediction.
1: Washington's been horrendous. Um, there's they
0: had the great win against first week in great Philadelphia. Great win against the week
1: one. And I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to win me some games this year. No, they haven't done any sense. So I think the Cowboys win. Andy Dalton picks up his first win. Um, I think it's a scrubby. Oh, I'm not. I will not be seeing game. much of this game. we you, we'll be watching. The listen, game. if you're out there and you're a big sports better, do not bet on this game. Oh no, you no stay no. away from Just, this game. It's not the don't, one to do. Don't so. look,
0: ignore the spread. <laughs> the NFC East is where. The NBA used to have a catchphrase, the NBA where amazing happens, something like that. The <laughs> NFC East is where chaos happens. Yes, exactly. Or where just bad football happens. I don't even know. We're not even gonna talk about what we saw on Thursday no, between the no, We don't even games. watch it. Nope, let's talk nope. about a game. The Packers, who I thought was the best team in the league before last Sunday, before they got their butts kicked by the Houston Texans going or by the Terry Buccaneers. Now they're taking on the Houston Texans in Houston. Romeo Cornell kinda botched that game last yeah. Uh, Sunday against the Titans, do the Packers get a bounce-back win in Houston?
1: I think they do, but this is a tricky game. It's going to be closer than people think. The really? Packers I think it is. The Packers Packers are really good.
0: Aaron but Jones the, out there with an injury.
1: See, and that's Jamal Williams thing. starting in the but backfield. The Texans, look, ever since Romeo Cornell's taken over, they're playing with a little more energy, right? A 42-36 loss. Honestly, as a Titans fan, I'm going to say it, you're right. Romeo Cornell lost that game for them with going for two points instead of just kicking the extra point. So
0: The analytics, say go for two. Romeo Cornell doesn't know what analytics is.
1: Yeah, I I don't know why. If I were a coach, I wouldn't do that, but I think this game stays close, maybe for the first half. I think the Packers pull away late, but I think the Texans give them a handful. They're playing better. They're playing more passionate. I think the Packers win, but I think I don't think it's a blowout. I just think they do pull away at the end.
0: I think the Packers by two touchdowns. I think 34-20 sounds about right. Fair I don't think, I think they're two point touchdowns better than the Texans. Let's fly through these games and hit a break. Yep. Browns at Bengals. I saw the Bengals play last uh, Sunday in Indianapolis where they blew a 21 nothing lead. Do they bounce back today against Baker Mayfield at home?
1: Yeah, I like the Bengals. Br- Mayfield, terrible game last week. At Browns look terrible. I like the Bengals in the upset.
0: I, I'm going to take the Browns in a bounce back game. Lions at the Falcons. Lions coming off a win in, Det- in Jacksonville. <laughs> Atlanta, they won against Minnesota. First win. Wow. The, the My dad's watching. Go Falcons. But, uh, when the Falcons. When you fire a coach, the, they win a game. We saw that with the Texans and Falcons. I think the, the Jets should take some notes with Adam Gase unless they won <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, which I w- would want too. But I don't want the Jets to get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Lions-Falcons, nope.
1: uh, who do you like? Why? I'll go Falcons. Uh, second game without Dan Quinn. Uh, I know my dad's listening. He, listen, he wants them to tank, but sadly, I think I they're going to beat Felix the I think
0: Justin Fields will look great in a Falcons
1: jersey, yeah, by the way. I, I do, too. I do, too. So I think the Falcons win, but it's close. To the uh, I think like
0: Falcons also... Let's go Falcons 28-24. Uh, the thing we just mentioned, Buffalo Bills. Bad performance Monday night against the Chiefs. Taking on the winless <laughs> New York Jets. Do the Jets get their first win of the year today? They do not. Oh, man.
1: I do think Sam Josh Donald Allen... back in the lineup, though.
0: <laughs> so we will not see... Joe Flacco. Who
1: has been horrible. Uh, horrible as I understatement. So I think Josh Allen gets a bounce back win. Look, I think they beat the Jets big. I do. I yeah, think they so beat them I. big. Uh,
0: Jaguars, Chargers, afternoon. Justin Herbert's looked pretty good. Yeah. Looking for a win. Taking on Jackson, who's quietly lost five in a row after they had a good first win against the Colts. That I think I predicted that upset too. Uh, the Chargers get a win at home today.
1: I think Herbert gets his first win. I, I think, think he gets his a- first career win. The Jaguars have been also horrendous. So I think they do pick didn't up he, a close Didn't they win, win against? They haven't he, won a game he hasn't yet. won yet he, They won one game But it was Tyrod Taylor Oh that was even Cincinnati yep. He man. hasn't played yet He wow. has won a game yet
0: They're quietly bad The Chargers yeah, they are. No I think they won I think it's a blowout so I think they won by 20 points Agreed. 41 21 Monday Night Football Tomorrow Great game Bears at Rams Nick Foles historically Been pretty good Against Los Angeles Jared Goff Coming off a tough performance Against 49ers Last Sunday night Who do you like?
1: I like the Bears close. I think that defense gets to Jared Goff. I think Khalil Mack is a phenomenal player. Roquan Smith, I love him as an outside linebacker. Oh, yeah. I think the Bears' defense makes enough plays. They give Nick Foles a short field, You know, getting forcing turnovers. I think the Bears win. I think it's really close, but I think they force enough turnovers. Give Nick Foles the ball in good position. Give me the Bears close.
0: I like Rams close. Right. By, let's go 1.3130. Let's hit a break, then. Her segment. Start your Sunday KCU 88.1.
1: KCOU would like to remind you that Missouri Tiger football and basketball are brought to you by El Rancho. Catch every Mizzou football game and Mizzou men's basketball game on KCOU 88.1 FM and on KCOU.FM. While you are online, check out El Rancho's website at www.columbiamomexicanfood.com or visit them downtown at 1014 East Broadway. Thank you, El Rancho, for supporting KCOU sports.
0: KCOU
1: were just normal enough to appreciate Drake's cultural relevance, but just weird enough to make a sweeper like this. KCOU
0: KCOU KCOU, KCOU.
1: Learn how you can do your part at smokybear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester KCOU 88.1 we'll oh, Gotta yeah. stay in tune cause we're never gonna be done Stay coming with the flame like we walk a flock in the pain. Understand that it's DNA and I do my thing
0: yeah. <laughs> Hey, this is Tommy Wazzo and you listen Columbia, KCOU 88.1 FM Hopefully you have a groovy time Welcome back to Start Your Sunday. We are just wrapping up our show. I'm Harrison Vapnik alongside Garrett Payne. Find me on Twitter at Harrison Vapnik. Had a good show today. First show here on the A-Stream. Let's close out. These are our segments. We will go through four of our unique segments as we will wrap up your Sunday morning. As we head, we're just over an hour away from kickoff in the National Football League. We are going to tell you who to start and who to sit in your fantasy lineup today. Garrett, tell us who to start today. Yep, so start at quarterback. You
1: want to start Justin Herbert against the Jaguars. Struggling Jaguars defense. Look for Herbert to pick up his first win, perform really well. At running back, my boy... Ronald Jones against the Raiders.
0: Garrett predicted the Ronald Jones breakout performance last Sunday against Green Bay.
1: I figured it would happen last week. It did. I think he has another big game against the Raiders. Not a great defense. Look for him to make some big plays today. Wide receiver Terry McLaurin. Touchdown Terry against the Cowboys. Even though it's going to be a sloppy game, Kyle Allen is going to start today. He's going to look for guys to throw to the field. Terry McLaurin is your guy against the Cowboys. And at tight end, Jared Cook against the Panthers. Harrison mentioned Michael Thomas out today.
0: Alongside Emmanuel Sanders, alongside
1: Emmanuel Sanders, look for Jared Cook to have a big game against the Panthers. Those are your starts, Harrison. Who are you uh, sitting today? sits?
0: I'm not starting. I'm not I, am not. I am sitting. I, I am sitting. Jared Goff uh, tomorrow night against the Bears. Bears great pass rush. They get to the quarterback. They force turnovers. Sit Jared Goff. Running back Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is. Has- constantly been on the sit list this year. But this is for a different reason. We don't know what his role is going to be in that Kansas City offense. I would not expect it to be a heavy role. Today, I would keep Le'Veon Bell on the bench. Wide receiver, D.J. Moore at the Saints. Marshawn Lattimore, a solid corner. The Saints have a decent, pass, or a decent pass rush. They're going to put some pressure on Bridgewater. Would not expect a great performance today from D.J. Moore. And a tight end, Eric Ebron at the Titans. The Titans have been outstanding guarding tight ends so far this year. So I would keep Eric Ebron on the bench. Let's set up four downs. Uh, these will go through four questions that have to do with this NFL day. So I'll be asking the questions to Garrett Rapidfire. First down, over, under, 250 yards and two touchdowns for Jimmy Garoppolo versus his former team. Under. He has not performed well. He will not perform well today. Second down, in honor of the Big Ten's return this weekend, which former Big Ten quarterback throws the most touchdowns? Brady against the Raiders, Breeze against the Panthers, Russell Wilson against the Cardinals.
1: I like Russell Wilson. Again, a struggling Cardinals defense can be a high-scoring game. Give me Russell Wilson.
0: Third down, Joe Burrow averaging 270 passing yards per game this season. More or less than 270 versus the Browns? More. I like more today. Fourth down, which player in the Titans-Steelers game most likely to record an interception? Joe Hayden, Stephen Nelson, Minka Fitzpatrick, Malcolm Butler, Kevin Byard, or Jonathan Joseph?
1: Though I'm a Titans fan, I'm going to go Minka Fitzpatrick. He's a ball hawk, been playing well. Give me Minka Fitzpatrick. All right,
0: let's flip it up. All right,
1: first down. Between the battle of two very talented running backs, who picks up more total yards, Ronald Jones or Josh Jacobs? Your boy, Ronald Jones. Awesome. Second down. In a game where arguably the two best Ooh. defensive linemen are pl- facing off, who records more sacks, Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald?
0: Uh, Khalil Mack. Better, right. better offensive line.
1: Nice. They have. Third down. Le'Veon Bell, over under 15 touches in his first game well as a Kansas City Chief. Under, well under. Well under. All right. And fourth down. Does rookie quarterback Justin Herbert pick up his first career win against the Jaguars? Not
0: only does he win... Justin Herbert's going to throw five touchdowns against the Jaguars today. There you
1: go. All right. Let's do paving the way. Garrett, tell us how some teams are going to win today. I'm going to pave the way real quick for you. Steelers and Titans, for the Titans, I mentioned this earlier, if they're going to win this game, they're going to have to take advantage of the play-action pass. The Steelers' defense, they're really stingy up front. They're going to run the ball, but you have to utilize that play-action if you're going to win this game. Second one, Bears versus Rams. The Bears need to eliminate Aaron down and keep him tamed if they want to win. As we know, the Rams' offense has been nothing spectacular. So, if you can eliminate Donald, they're going to have a good chance to win this game, give Nick Foles some good positioning. And, number three, Panthers versus Saints. The Saints need to get Drew Brees in that rhythm early. He's been okay this year. The age is showing not great. If they want to win this game, I think the Panthers are going to win. But, if they want to pull off the win in this game, you got to get Drew Brees going early, give him some short passes to Jared Cook, that's how they're going to win this game. That has been paving the way. Harrison, what are the headlines?
0: So these are the headlines you will see in your local newspaper, if you have a newspaper, or internet or Twitter. These are the headlines you will see tomorrow. First one, Steeler takeover. Big Ben and the Steelers, he leads Pittsburgh to a huge victory and becomes the last unbeaten in the NFL. And the reason they'll become the last unbeaten in the NFL is headline number two, House of Cards. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins torches the Seahawks' defense and hands on their first loss of the season. And number three... Jimmy Jeesh. Bill Belichick and his defense plays angry and hands a loss to his former quarterback at home. I think New England gets the job today. This has been Starter Sunday. Garrett, what's something you're looking for today in the NFL and then next week for College Football before our next show?
1: Yeah, of course. I think, you know, NFL today, we talk about the Titans game, you know. Who's going to win the Battle of the Undefeated? It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a physical game. Uh, Who pulls that? Who Who's the best quarterback? A lot of talk about is Ryan Tannehill for real? Him versus Ben Roethlisberger, which quarterback outperforms. And next week, you talk about Penn State, Ohio State being a big game. Can Penn State bounce back? And is Ohio State as good as we think they are? That's kind of what I'm looking for for next week and for today in the yep, NFL. And
0: also Missouri taking on UF right here at KCU 88.1, 630 Central. This has been Start Your Sunday. Thank you for starting your Sunday with us. And we will see you next time here at KCU 88.1.